Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another brand new episode of the Collider Games podcast. My name is Dennis Zen. I'm here with Josh Vares from South yes. Africa. South Africa, another intercontinental episode here. Uh, international episode here with me here in uh, America, in Los Angeles. Uh, how are you doing, Josh? I am doing good. I am excited to be moving into a new apartment with a new internet connection. Uh, <clears throat> if anybody's been watching these podcasts, I'm sure you've seen that my quality, con- the connection to my quality is not that good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm switching to a 100 meg line, which is great because I want to start live streaming permanently. So I'll have a 20 megabyte upload speed. So I'm looking forward to having the upload speed starting probably end of next week sometime mm-hmm. but the next yeah so the next podcast i'll have proper internet which is fantastic news um i'm doing all right you know not much is really there's not much going on out here in south africa there's a lot more going on in america at the moment um people are kind of slowly easing back into normal life here even though our cases are actually going up i think it's more or less like a, a, that's that's happening across the world people are starting to care less about it i think and um Someone was saying that we in South Africa, we actually got into lockdown too early because everyone took the lockdown very seriously in the beginning, and now they're not taking it serious. And now is when they should have actually started the lockdown because the things are getting – we're getting more cases and stuff. Well, but, uh, I mean, I'm good. Unfortunately, in America, we reopened uh, a bunch of places, including Los Angeles and California, which is surprising given uh, – the political uh, climate here in California opened too early and our cases are skyrocketing. Um, so now people, it now it's, it's weird. Cause it's like you had all these people in lockdown and then they started to ease stuff up. And then it was one of those cases where it was, you know, you give an inch, they take a mile. So like, they're like, Oh, we ease up these restrictions. And then people just completely disregarded them. Um, yep. And now no wearing their masks anymore. No. or Any of that stuff I've noticed. No. Yeah, like I'd say eight out of 10 people on the street aren't wearing masks. I mean, they have to wear it when you go shopping. Like when I go to places inside, they're all wearing them because they have to. But yeah, when it's like otherwise out they can't in public, get in. No, it's like eight out of 10. Yeah. Or not. I mean, so, yeah, they're, they're kind of put 
mass back under mandatory it's not like a full lockdown again but still it's a lot of stuff closed like restaurants and gyms which i never understood the gym thing that's like the place you're going to catch mm-hmm. it the most people are like exactly breathing like, why heavily. open that up yeah yeah like you're a lot of the whole point is like <laughs> you're trying to stop stuff from coming out of your nose and mouth and all that stuff so anyways uh but do you guys of, have them? I don't uh, know if you guys have them in LA, but uh, at the grocery stores and all, where wherever you go shopping, do your do the people who work in retail and the grocery stores and all those places do they wear these visors? Have you seen these visors? Uh, They're like the most useless thing ever. <laughs> I've seen a few, but mostly it's just masks. I mean, because the okay, visor thing is because you should yeah. The visor thing is good for yourself, but you should wear a visor and a mask. Out here, everyone, like, at the grocery stores, all the people working there, they wear the visors because we couldn't get any masks in the country. Like, when, mm-hmm. by the time South Africa started looking for masks, everyone already started buying all the masks up. So everyone's making their own masks, but people are wearing these visors. And at first, when you look at the visors, you're like, wow, that's actually gr- great. It looks like great protection until you realize if you sneeze, it's just going to go down and then out. You know what I mean? Because it's just it just literally covers your face, and then it's this whole empty gap over here. You know, it yeah. makes no sense to me. Um. So, all right, let's head into some gaming news. You, Big gaming you, news. Well, you, gaming I, TV I, news. Let me let me segue real. Let me segue real quick with a very small gaming news that I think you might enjoy because it has a bit because it's it's political gaming news which we never really cover. Apparently, people have been hacking Roblox accounts, Dennis. To, to get people to to vote for Trump. Now, if you're if you're playing Roblox, chances are you're not old enough to vote. So why are people hacking Roblox accounts and spamming vote for Trump? Like I have no I, I think <laughs> either it's it it's, makes no sense. It's gonna be prank? some kind of troll or something. You know? Yeah, it sounds more like a prank or something like that. It sounds like a big waste mm. of time. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's definitely not, you know, a ca- any form of campaign from Trump because he's he's no. crazy, but not that crazy, you know. Um, but man, yeah, what a waste of time. Anyways, great yeah. news to talk about right now. Yes, uh, the gaming slash television news, and it's something I've been talking about for a long time. If anyone's who mm-hmm. watched uh, any of my stuff on Think Hero or Collider or whatever, I always talk about Fallout needing to be a tv series and you know instead of a movie because you know they're like oh yeah. Paul, it should be a movie i always had a television show just because of the way the game is you know it's it's a long journey with a lot of different paths and a huge history and lore and you can't you can't really do that in a movie, you know. Yeah, uh, a movie would only work if it was a trilogy, you know. And trilogy they announced a trilogy and like three from the hours each too. Yeah, ex- uh, yeah, like two and a half hours minimum per movie kind of thing. I agree. Series is a good idea. It's gonna do well, especially because of the people doing it. Like, I have high hopes. You know what I mean? They know how to capture a certain, um, a certain zeitgeist. Um, you. Uh, like the spirit of the time, you know what I mean? Like when they did Westworld, they did a good job of capturing that era. So it's going to be because Fallout is kind of set in this non-existent era of like it's the 60s, 50s, but it's like the nuclear era. But they're like in the, they're using nuclear technology instead. So it's it's nice. Like I think they'll be able to capture that zeitgeist. The real question, Dennis, is in the 60s, 
600 years that all the Fallout games are, are set in, they have so much freedom of choice as to where are they going to set this? Are they going to do the classic, like, I think a good idea for them would be to do the whole Fallout 4 thing where it's like, hey, this is what life was like right before the explosion and then you wake up 100 years later or whatever. That's, I, I think that would be a good route for them to go. Or maybe they'll just say, screw that. We'll just, every, everybody watching the Fallout series has probably played a Fallout game. We'll just start you off in the thick of it. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't know what era they're going to choose. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, for, for those of you who, who haven't heard, Fallout was announced a couple of days ago that it was going to be with Amazon Studios and uh, the Westworld creators, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, were going to be the producers. Um, and then, of course, you know, with the teaser, it was the standard. It's nothing, nothing really. To, it's the standard Fallout. It's just stand the logos, by, pet, pet, test, TV yeah. test screen stuff. So you're not seeing any footage or test concept images or anything like that it's just like to let you know hey this is coming out on amazon now yes i think the biggest question is what era are they going to go with and what location you know if it was up to me yes location my personal favorite (laughs) is fallout 3 and uh in washington dc um you know with boston um also uh las vegas which is cool. Yeah. They're both cool areas, but some of the iconic landmarks that would hit heaviest, I think, in a television series is in. Whether, you know, Washington, D.C. has some of the most iconic landmarks uh, in the country. New York is one as well. Um, Los Angeles is, except the only problem with Los Angeles is Los Angeles is so spread out. And I know a uh, previous Fallout mm-hmm. game, I think it was was it one or two, um, was set in Los Angeles, and so, um, yeah, you could do Los Angeles, but it's just it's so spread out. It's it, it fits more for a game like uh, huh, like I, I mentioned, I started playing recently. It was a uh, GTA Five, you know, like where you have a car yeah. and you're driving around <laughs> versus walking around. Um, yeah, so location and time period. How closely they're going to follow the the lore of Fallout, you know. My biggest concern, and I mentioned this in in a tweet that I, I I posted, was are they going to keep the same dark humor from the game? Mm-hmm. Because you know you could easily just go into the drama, the the darkness of of, of being in a post apocalyptic world. Uh, but not touching on the. I mean, that's part of the, one of the reasons I love Fall is there's like a that's dark part of sense of charm. Yeah, is this dark? And sense it's of also humor. like, the, I'm I'm actually genuinely worried about that as well because look, I know Todd Howard is also involved in the making of the show itself. Which speaking of, they showed Bethesda Game Studios as part of the mm-hmm. teaser trailer, and I was so surprised to not see like Bethesda, Bethesda production offices or Bethesda TV studios, or they're like, yo, we're gonna dip our feet in this hard. Um, so, well, I think that because they have Todd Howard there, even though I haven't been a fan of Bethesda lately, I'm a fan of Todd Howard. I think he's gonna, it's weird because I, I, I think that is a, there's obviously a high chance of them putting it, putting the dark, dark humor and dark comedy in there, but there's also like that chance of them just completely forgetting about it. What I don't think they will forget is the weirdness. I definitely think there's going to be a lot of weird because like 
like Fallout is known for obviously the the, the dark humor and also like the the, the drama side, the, the mm-hmm. darkness of like post apocalyptic life. But then also like there's some serious weirdness about post apocalyptic yeah. life, you know. And I hope and I think that they'll definitely touch on that too. Like we're definitely going to see some weird balls out there you know what i mean like some some mentally damaged people or robots or you know who whatever we're gonna get well that's what um, i want to so see i think we'll, i, yeah. I want to see that weirdness i want to see the weird mm. creatures that talk you know that oh, have man. there are so like, many you like, know? good characters yeah. one one of my favorite characters i completely forgot which fallout it was from but it was an infected who didn't know he was effect- infected yet and he just wasn't coming to terms with it he's like no like i'm a like he's like i'm a human i'm not a zombie what you talking about yeah. and he was like in denial and it was the funniest character man yeah there's just so many great thing great like characters and little side quests and plots and obviously mm-hmm. a lot of those little smaller quests or plots are not going to you know be the main focus of the storyline i I think with fallout 3 you have this storyline where okay you can focus on this this guy that was uh, born in vault 101 and him you know uh his father leaving the vault and him trying to find his father at the same time knowing that his father was trying to build something to basically help and save the world you know um so I, that one's a lot easier to follow. I know in, in, in Fallout 4, it was uh, your your wife and your child. Uh, I think the, the the wife was killed and the, the child was was uh, stolen yeah. or taken away. Well, and tried the, wife, to find... the wife died like right in the beginning, yeah. And yeah. you have to go find your kid. Yeah, so you have that storyline. Um, Fallout 76 is, is all over the place. That's kind of its own thing, yeah. Yeah, and in like New Vegas, you know, <laughs> you're trying to get revenge because you were you were shot, you were a courier, and you were shot and left for dead. Um, but that, I, I think, with I Vegas, mean, per- personally, uh, that's the one that I would most want to see. Personally, if Vegas? they were gonna, if they were gonna, yeah, New Vegas, if they were gonna work off of like an existing game or an existing game w- world or era, I would, I would personally. Like I mean, that's just me personally. I want to see that New Vegas world. I think they could really pull it off. Also, like if they're filming on the West Coast, super easy. You know what I mean? Um, what I think is more likely is that they're going to end up choosing a location and era that has never been done before. That way, you risk you don't have any risks of upsetting fanboys. You know what I mean? Okay. Or like, there's less chances of upsetting people if you choose your own era, your own location that's never been done before. What I also think is a very high possibility of the, is them doing Fallout One. Why not start if you're going to do a Fallout show? Why not start at the beginning in terms of the series, the game series? You know? Yeah, I don't think they're doing Fallout One just because. Remember, Bethesda now owns the rights to Fallout, and they started with oh, Fallout yeah. Three. So that's true. It's not, yeah. it's not even a legal thing. I think it's just the we're Bethesda. It's a, a, a licensing thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, the first game take took place. Uh, in Southern California, yeah. The you know the third game, Washington D.C., Boston. The fourth, uh, Fault seventy six is uh, West Virginia. So I think it's either going to be, or maybe I'm just hoping too much. It's going to be Washington D.C. and they follow the storyline of Fault three, or like you said, a brand new place. Where would you want to see if it's if it's brand new? Oh, where do you want to see? If it's brand new, I was literally just thinking that, and it's. What I think what I would want to see is, have they done Colorado before? I don't 
think so. Or like, like, de- like I, w- I would love to see like a certain like I don't, I don't really know Colorado that well because I've never been there before. I'm not an American of the seven years I lived in America was all on the West Coast in LA. I've only been to LA, New York, and other parts of California. But um, every time I see photos of Denver, it looks beautiful. It seems like it, like there'd be some great settings out there, you know. So I think that could work. Also, like, why not Texas, man? You could, you could, honestly, Fallout in Texas would be wild. Like, like, cause, like, like, an Austin having Fallout, having Fallout happen in Austin. I feel like that would be wild. You know. See, I'm the opposite of you. Uh, like with Vegas, the, one of the things, even though I really like the game New Vegas, one of the things mm. that did bother me was that because Vegas is already a desert. So a lot of the stuff when you're wandering around just feels like you're walking around regular Las Desert, Vegas. Yeah. Um, and also in the storyline, the bombs didn't really hit Las Vegas. And so a lot of stuff is intact or, or brand new, uh, mm. like, you, you know, new uh, casinos or whatever. And then so something like Colorado, while a beautiful place, is also, you know, a lot of mountains and nature. What I want to see is an urban area. Uh, I would say my number one choice. I think New York would be New fun. York it would just be a. It would just be difficult S- to film, you know. Yeah, or San Francisco, I think would be. Ooh, yeah. San Francisco would be sick. Actually, now that I think about yeah. it. So oh, hell yeah! My, especially because two- you got that whole Bay Area, dude, yeah. with the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. Oh, that would be a great location, man. Honestly. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. dude, the you got Alcatraz, bro. Yes, hell yeah! Alcatraz, That's Alcatraz, a great location. You know, Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, mm-hmm. You have, you know, uh, Golden Gate Park. You have, you know, and it's a, a lot, lot of, of hill, a lot of hills. You know what I mean? Which is great. Mm-hmm. So that ooh, those would be my first two choices. Uh, yeah, if you guys, uh, whoever's listening or watching this, let us know what location you think the television series should be set in and also you know what storyline should they follow or they should create a new one um so yeah this well, is because there are there because there are factions in fallout that like throughout the entire game there have been certain factions and it's like are we going to see someone who's a part of a faction or is not part of one of these existing factions are we going to see the birth of one of these factions like there's they have so much to work with, which is what is so exciting about this. And just because, like, if it's anything, inter- like, I didn't really, I started, I fell off Westworld towards Westworld towards the end because personally, because of the writing. But the show itself is shot fantastically. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I have high hopes. Just based off of that, I have high hopes. Uh, yeah, I got through the first season, which for me it was like starts off very slow but it picks up towards the end and i enjoyed it and then the second season i started but i haven't finished yet so i need to finish second season and third season but uh this statement that i uh, i just uh, read actually alleviates some of my concerns about the the humor because it says um they uh, both the uh, lisa joy and jonathan nolan released released this statement fall is one of the greatest game series of all time each chapter of this insanely imaginative story has co- cost us countless hours we could have spent with family and friends. So we're incredibly excited to partner with Todd Howard and the rest of the brilliant lunatics at Bethesda to bring this massive, subversive, subversive and darkly funny universe to life with Amazon Studios. Okay, so, so, uh, so they seem to be aware able to of how get, dark humor One, is. it sounds like they're fans and they've played the game. Um, so they know it. And then two, they understand that that part of its charm is kind of the dark humor 
along with kind of the drama and action that 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 is in Fallout. So it seems like they get it now. If they can execute on that, that would be fantastic. Um, I'm I, I don't know. I don't think they have like any time. Uh, this is probably ways yeah. off. I mean, this is probably yeah, they like... haven't announced it for a while. I tell you what, though, this has probably been in the works for a long time, at least in terms of licensing issues yes. and signing contracts and things like that. They probably I guarantee because I know I, we actually covered it. Like, I think at the end of last year that there were rumors about this specifically about the Westworld creators as well, or the people who did Westworld, because they're already I believe that they were already friends in real life with Todd Howard. Or like they yeah. knew each other, like, like there was some kind of personal connection that they had, which is why they were able to do this. Uh, we covered it a while ago, and we were like, "Hey, maybe it'll happen." And now here we are, and yeah. the two people who were rumored are now to- talking to each other about doing it. So yeah, I think I guess uh, the rumors we covered were right. Yeah, I think a lot of people were speculating HBO because of uh, Nolan and, and, and Joy yeah. doing Westworld on HBO. Because of, like, okay, uh, we'll Fallout yeah. on, yeah, Fallout mm-hmm. on. You know, Amazon Studios, cool. Like, I already have it, so, and I'm already, you know, subscribed to it. But this is definitely, would be a, a highlight, you know, of the entire uh, streaming service. For me, obviously, they have the Lord of the Rings uh, TV series coming as well. Yeah, but, soon, I mean, yeah. that one day, be... one day, we're going to get the Final Fantasy series as well from them, apparently. Yeah. I so, think, yeah, I think that was Amazon as well, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't expect this Amazon series to come out. I would say, like, yeah. especially with now the pandemic. I think we'll get a trailer next year. <laughs> I think we'll next, get a. Yeah. I think yeah. we'll get like a proper trailer in the beginning. Like maybe if we're lucky, the end of this year we'll see like a teaser trailer where they haven't like without any characters. You know what I mean? Just like some, yeah. some like uh, what's like the type of shot I'm looking for? I forget what I forget what it's called. The not the exposure shot, the um, the shot that sets the scene before you go and do the scene. You know what I mean? Uh, like that's, I feel like it's going to be a bunch of those, but we'll see. I, we'll definitely hear more about this in the future, which is good news for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you're so, gonna you're gonna see the Lord you're gonna see the Lord of the Rings show first because they. Yes. I don't know if they're finished filming, but I know that they started filming before lockdown, yeah. so you'll definitely yeah. see that first. I think Fallout is twenty twenty two at this point. I think they probably were shooting for twenty twenty one before before the pandemic. Now, they're like, yeah. okay, we we could get it. By 2021, but now with the pandemic, it's going to push it back further. So 2022. I think 2022. I think that's very possible if they do like a really good 10 episode, hour long episode kind of series. You know what I mean? I think that they could really hit the nail on the head there with that. Yeah. So uh, everyone, let us know your thoughts about this news. You know, some other Fallout minor news. They had the summer updates trailer that kind of shows, and also like they're very pushing this. Like, this, okay, this is free. This is free. That's it's why, also like, on sale right now, by the way, for anybody the watching it. Well, the, ga- the game is on sale itself on Steam right now. It's on the Steam Summer Sale. Well, it's also coming soon. What, what day is it? July 3rd? Uh, it's coming to Xbox Game Pass. <clears throat> Hell yeah. July 9th. That's great so news. If, if you have uh, Game Pass, which, remember, Game Pass is also for PC as well. So if you... <laughs> If you have Game Pass and you have the PC version or the Xbox version, you can get it for free. Essentially, for free, you're paying for your your whatever. But like I said, Game Pass is such a great deal. The only reason I don't have it is because I don't have the time to take advantage of it. I mean, I have so many mm-hmm. games I have to, you know, like I, 
uh, we'll get into this later, but I'm finishing up uh, Last of Us Part 2, and then I got to go into Ghost of Tsushima, um, which we're going to cover on, on the games channel and on the Collider uh, website. Um, so that that was the other piece of news. So uh, Fallout 76 is going to be on uh, Xbox Game Pass, and then also the summer updates trailer, which is you know, they're trying to do like seasons, kind of like Fortnite mm. and whatnot. They're trying to just kind of save their the base. I like the idea. Well, I mean, they, yeah, they want to make it like games as a service. They want to give it more yeah. longevity with that. Because uh, I don't think that, like, fun, funny enough, most people, I think most people's first impression of this is, ah, oh, another money grab by Bethesda. But I don't think it's got anything to do with money. Because uh, it's just, like, they just need to bring something fresh to the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. And I think it's a good idea. Like, especially if they can constantly give us new seasons of, like, interesting things that would make us want to play the game you know like honestly like silly things like if they could add like just the weirdest cosmetics to to fallout um um 76 i would love that you know what i mean like if you're building your base and you know what if you uh for two dollars you can have a disco ball in your base i'll do it give it to me give me the disco ball you know what i mean like it's a weird example but i'm all for it you know what i mean especially if as long as it doesn't change gameplay and affect gameplay you know i'm all for it yeah, no buying for advantage cosmetics. Mm. As long as it's not like basic cosmetics, then I'm fine with yeah. them charging. And for whatever. the most part, from what I could see, everything looked pretty interesting, you know? Yeah. In, ter- yeah. in terms of the content. Yeah, they're trying to, you know, build up, you know, uh, their public relations after the fiasco of the launch and with Fallout first mm. and, and, you know, try to keep this going because they're, you know, they invested a lot of money think, and time into it. St- it seems like, yeah, they stream. I think, well, they also look, this is also just good because it gives people more incentive and motivation to play the game. Not because it's like, I don't know how to explain it. it it's just, it's got to be some kind of mental thing because, Dennis, do you want to know why to this day I still play a lot of Fortnite? Because there are challenges, there are weekly challenges to do. And it's like, I don't have to do them, but when I finish them, I feel good. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's got to be some kind of mental thing. I mm-hmm. get the battle pass because it, it feels nice to have. A, a point to the game because it's the mm-hmm. i mean obviously the point of the game is to win but it's nice to have that extra things of like oh you know what maybe i didn't win this round but that's okay because i finished my challenges you know mm-hmm. it's it's just one of those things where it gets people to play more i think you know and yeah. it works 100 percent. it works on me so it's got to work on other people yeah. um so another thing we were going to discuss is just kind of we don't want to go too depth into this but there's a lot of movies and television series based mm-hmm. on video games coming out soon you know this is like I always say, and people, you can quote me on it because I've said it many, many times before. And you know, five, ten years from now, when there's a bunch of awesome video game movies and television series, people will forget I said this, but I've said it for like many, many years now. Video game movies and television series are just like how comic book movies were mm-hmm. before, where comic book movies didn't have the money or the talent or the resources, whatever. People hadn't figured out the puzzle yet. People are going to figure out the video game puzzle. Don't worry. Some people think inherently video game movies or television shows are going to be bad. That's not true. It All it is is it's talent and resources. It's trial and error as well. Yes. You know? It will I, be figured out. I almost out. think of it. This this is this is a comparative that some people might not like, but in terms of success and box office numbers, I could be wrong on this. But um, Sonic the Hedgehog is almost Sonic the Hedgehog for video game movies is kind of like Spider Man. For it's a success. 
It's a success. It's kind of like when the first Spider-Man came out and it just did incredibly well. You know what I mean? Like, and that like things that was the game changer. I think from this point onwards, because of Sonic, we're gonna see success. We're gonna see people doing more successful. We're still gonna have a lot of shitty ones. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, I think yeah. We're gonna see a lot more. We're gonna see a lot more successful ones. Look at one right now that looks take... like it's gonna be yeah. crappy. Monster Hunter. <laughs> Oh man, I was so yeah. I mean, well, we can skip the first one, obviously, because everyone's already seen it. Sonic, it's great. It's getting a sequel. I'm excited for the sequel. Jim Carrey did great. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter. Uh, I remember when they first announced this, and there was so much hate, Dennis, because all the leaked images were images of military, like actual people, like actual mil- like people, like maybe they were. It doesn't matter who they were. They could have been non-military people, but it was people with guns. And it's like, there's no guns in Monster Hunter. <laughs> but then it's like they... So that's why after a while, they actually showed us images of... Um, I forget the actor's name. Tony, uh, Tony Ya. They show Tony us pictures ja. of him and like... Ha- Tony, Tony Ja, sorry. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that wrong or not. We're no, butchering, yeah, butchering it. Either. Yeah, he's, he's great though. I've seen him in a lot of stuff. So the, the whole reason they showed his outfit was so they could be like, look, there are actual Monster Hunters. Yes, there are still giant swords. Don't worry. So apparently the whole plot is that Earth, military from Earth, somehow was transported into the world of Monster Hunter. So that's like the plot line. All I know is it's either going to be trash or moderately okay, in my opinion. It's either going to be okay or trash. But I'm not saying the movie 100% is going to be. It just doesn't look good to me. I mean, all the footage we've... all, All the stuff we've seen is behind the scenes, so... Who knows? You know, take it with a grain of salt. I, I I don't like what any of this stuff looks like that I'm seeing, but I don't know what it's going to look like after post. You know what I mean? Yeah. But based off of the practical effects that I can see, I'm I don't know. It's oof. <laughs> yeah. oof. Uh, you have we'll leave it at Mike, that. Michael B. Jordan starring as John Clark in two uh, be... Rainbow Six Siege yeah. movies. Uh, this, without this, remorse, it's going to be very successful. Rainbow Six, yeah. So you have someone a heavy hitter like Michael B. Jordan involved with this still doesn't mean it's gonna be good i mean we've seen plenty of you know big stars in in video game movies that i think it'll make a lot of money i think it'll make a lot of money regardless of whether it's good or not because not just because of michael b jordan but because tom clancy you know what i mean anybody who's read anybody who's read a tom clancy book or played a tom clancy game will want to see this you know yeah also it's it's you know it's it's borderline because really it's based on a book, based on a video game. You know what I mean? Like it's it, yeah. it's kind of not, and you know it's also the the military thing. So it's it's. Less I mean, it's video, just it's, video a, it's a spec ops movie. It's yeah. more of a spec ops movie than a it's video yeah, game. It's more of a war movie than a video yeah. game movie. But yeah. I think that's, I think, excuse me, I think that's going to be great. And then yeah. moving on, we've got Mortal Uncharted, Kombat. which Uncharted, yeah. Oh. Yeah, we, yeah, we we got Uncharted, which is supposed to come out at the end of this year, but that's probably not going <laughs> to no, happen. That's not going to happen. Um, they, they, they haven't announced. They had so many yet. directors and yeah. actors. But uh, but apparently Tom Holland went back to filming a, a couple. I remember a couple weeks ago he announced he's like, yeah, I was on set the other day, or like he was on set with Mark, and then they had to like stop because of the quarantine. But they're going to go back to finish that movie soon. He's obviously because he keeps people keep asking about Spider Man and stuff like that. He's like, well, I can't do anything until I finish Uncharted essentially you know what i mean he's like contractually speaking i have to finish uncharted um whether it's going to be good or not because i mean a lot of people are like worried because 
according to what we're reading here, it's lost six directors, but that was since 2009. You know what I mean? I mean, Akira, the, the script for Akira has been floating around Hollywood for since 2003. And you can like trace that on IMDb, how many people have bought that script and sold it. Like that script keeps moving and changing directors and cast like this. Like, so it could have just been the same thing like that. Um, I love Tom Holland. And I think, I think that, um, I think, wow, Marky Mark, I forgot his name for a second, Marky Mark and the Funky Punch. I think he could Mark do a, a good Sully, you know? Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Mark well, Wahlberg. Well, uh, good old Wal- uh, Wahlberg. I, I think he, he would do a good to Sully play for Nathan sure. He Nathan Drake before in one iteration mm-hmm. when, um, uh, why am I blanking on his name? David O. Russell was think, going to direct yeah, the movie. I think they then realized for longevity it would be good to do the young Nathan Drake slowly growing up, you know what I mean? Also, like the whole Sully teaching Nathan Drake thing is for me that was like a a good like part of the heart of the story, you know, like having like this mentorship kind of thing. So I'm 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 just excited to see more. It also gives him like um, more playroom, more wiggle room with the script. You know what I mean? If they have a, a young Nathan Drake, because we only really see young Nathan Drake. We see them in the video games a few times, but they're usually like flashbacks and stuff, or like not full gameplay sections. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I, I'm excited for it for sure. Whether it comes out in December of this year, I highly doubt. It doesn't look like it's going to come out in December That's of this year. Definitely. Don't even know if we're having but, uh, movies by December. So, so, I mean, last time Tom Holland spoke about it, he said that they had a great, they've been having a good time on set. You know, he's been working hard. Uh, I've noticed he has like almost like a buzz cut kind of thing. So it seems like they're going to be revamping his look, if you will. And I guess the same with Sully because. I think Mark Wilberg would be a good Sully, but he doesn't look anything like the guy. You no. know what I mean? At all. No. Doesn't even <laughs> give out he doesn't give out the vibe. Doesn't even Sully. give out the vibe, yeah. yeah. So they're probably gonna I, they're gonna take a lot of liberties. You can tell just from the casting, they're gonna take a lot of liberties. I think it'll be a good movie. Is it is it gonna be a good uncharted movie? I don't know, but I think it's gonna be a good movie. Or fun, at and least. Then, then all the, uh, we have the Mortal Kombat reboot. You know, we, we've already had two movies. Uh one one was successful, I love one was them. not. I I didn't like the second one, but the first one I think is a lot of fun. I think it's yeah. yeah. The first just, one is one of my favorite like rewatchable movies. It's it's, it's one of those movies cheesy, that you can but like fun. rewatch for sure. Yeah, it's very um, fun. Yeah, Tomb Raider two, uh, the first <laughs> one, not the Angelina Jolie, but the Alicia Vikander Previous, one. Yeah, I I thought it was okay. Like I didn't hate it like other people. Mm. I, it wasn't like amazing or anything, but I thought it was decent enough. And and it. I, I, if I remember it, like internationally, did okay, like well enough. Yeah. That they made some money, so they're making a second one. I mean, that's the whole point. Like, whether critics like it or not, if something makes money, they're gonna make another one. So that's something also mm-hmm. in the pipeline. Uh, Minecraft, the movie, <laughs> to me, like, yeah, this, I don't this can't be live this, action, Dennis. right? This has got to be animated, right? This has got to be animated, right? I mean, there's oh, no 100%. way. Oh, 100%. They're, like, like, it's going to be like Angry Birds, kind of. It's going to be 100%. It's going to be like, it's not going to be Minecraft animated, but it's going to be like animated to, the, like, I highly doubt that you watched or played Minecraft, the, the Minecraft video game by Telltale Games, that kind of style. I think it's going to look in that style, but much more polished. You know what I mean? Um if they, I don't know. I mean, honestly, if they made Minecraft 
like if they made a live action Minecraft movie, the only way they could pull it off is if if they made it like really dark. Like you're just you're stranded in the middle of nowhere. You're naked. You're punching trees. <laughs> Nothing makes sense, you know. It, um, no, it's it's hundred. It's got to be animated. The plot, though. I mean, look. Now that Minecraft technically does have an end, if you will, it has. Well, that's actually the area. It's called the end, and you kill the Ender Dragon, and that's more or less the end of the game. Um, so it's gonna it's gonna have to do with defeating the Ender Dragon, you know. But I'm curious as to how they're gonna set it up because there's no setup to Minecraft. In Minecraft, it's just you wait. You're there. You're there. You're somewhere surrounded by nothingness. You have just a shirt and pants on, nothing else, and you're punching trees. And then slowly, eventually, you got to go defeat the Ender Dragon. So there's an ending, but there's no real beginning. So it's going to be nice to see. Like, they'll base it off of Steve. Steve, which is the main person that you are in Minecraft. It's the main skin. They'll base it off of Steve's adventure, I'm assuming. But it's like, there's no origin story for Steve. I would love to see Herobrine. Have you ever heard of Herobrine? No. I've got a quick story to tell you about this. I love this. So back before, when Minecraft was still very much an indie game developed by Notch, um, and when it was just literally made by one person and one person only working on it, he actually left AI coding in the game files for a character before, like, before, uh, without telling anybody, for, uh, and it was called Herobrine, and he looked exactly like a normal Minecraft character, but his eyes would be white, and he would dig on he would like it was like small ai stuff like he would dig tunnels and he would build things on his own and it would scare the bejesus out of you if you ever came across it it would be such a rare but like the chances of spotting him or finding him were so rare that people thought it was a myth until people said no look he's in the actual game files i came across it once dennis and i couldn't sleep i was so like paranoid uh so i hope that they add hero brian in just as like a villain slash you know easter egg that'd be great Uh, they took him out eventually um, but yeah, I love that little uh, thing that they put in there. Um, uh, there's a bunch more. I don't want to go through uh, every single one, so I'm just going to read off the to make sense to me. You know, that makes sense. I'll... I like the Assassin's Creed. Oh, I did with, not. Um, oh, that like was terrible. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's a good. Assa- Once again, I don't think it was a good Assassin's Creed movie, but it was a nice movie. You know, um, I think that they did a better job with the parkour and the actual shots with Assassin's Creed Legacy, which was like a web series. And they actually filmed in the historical areas with proper, like, uh, with good stunts. And that looked better, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, they're doing a cyberpunk uh, anime, animated movie. Mm-hmm. They're doing Borderlands, Call of Duty, Carmen Sandiego, Centipede Contra, Sandiego. The Division. Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem. Duke Fall- Nukem? Yeah, Fallout, we just... Uh, talked about fatal frame oh, firewatch five nights five, five nights at freddy's would actually fruit genuine, ninja no genuine part five. a fruit, fruit ninja, ninja movie live action family kind gears of war Gear, gears of war that's half-life yeah. half-life's amazing so heavy I, I heavy rain technically is a movie as, yeah. as if you've ever played heavy rain it's a great game but it's essentially a movie you're playing yeah. so like I don't okay. know how they do that. Like I would rather just play the game. Yeah, Halo. Kane we have a Showtime series. Uh, our, that one's already. A lot of these that just we're talking about ass. were just mentioned. So, dude, with television series and movies, they don't all happen. You know, actually, a good amount of them end oh, up you know failing what? I, or whatever. I, there is something I wanted to tell you because we, you love VR, and you, we cover a lot of VR news here. But uh, in Japan. They're releasing a, a, a VR Mega Man like 
experience it has a different name it has like, i think it's called like rocket man or something but they're doing like a, a vr a mega man experience in japan that you can go check out if you live in japan uh there it's i think it's launching in a week from now and it looks really yeah fun, i think actually. that's his isn't that his japanese uh name before it came here and became mega man i think it was rocket man or whatever uh, pro- like, pro- possibly probably which makes yeah. sense because he shoots you know rockets from his arm yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu Ca- 2. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't think that they will do a Detective Pikachu 2. I think they'll make another Pokemon movie, mm. but not a Detective Pikachu 2. I yeah. mean, the way the movie end- ended, there's no s- sequel lined up, you know, unless they're just all of a sudden there's another talking Pikachu mm-hmm. bonding with another. It's just that would be not that would not work. Portal would be a great thing. You know what I mean? People have been talking about it for a while, though. I would love Portal um, as a great storyline. Roller Coaster Tycoon. What is? Who the hell is gonna make a roller tycoon, ty- a roller coaster tycoon movie? I, well, yeah, like I said, was, a, yeah, a, a lot of these are not gonna be made. Like ten years a ago, the, a lot well, of these are not gonna be. Let's made. talk about. Well, let's talk about something that is for sure apparently now gonna happen, according to uh, was it, I think the Hollywood Reporter. Which is the people who made uh, John? Uh, yeah, the guys who did John Wick, the writer of John Wick. Uh, he's turning My Friend Pedro into a television series. Which, if you don't know My Friend Pedro, great game. I've never played it on console. It, it, it makes sense to me to play it on Twitch, uh, not Twitch. Sorry, on PC, because uh, you have to kind of control two guns at once in this two D type of game setting. Um, yeah, I played it before. Uh, I think I E3. really enjoy it. But it's literally about some guy who gets convinced by a talking banana to become a mass murderer. <laughs> so, it'll, so it's going to be an interesting. Yeah. Like I can see why the John Wick writer, first of all, because of the like the amount of action and bullets in it, he's gonna like that's why he wants to do it. But also, like what a what a bizarre take for a character, you know? He's a talking banana, and <laughs> and he and he wants you to murder everyone. <laughs> Uh, makes yeah. me kind of kind of makes me think of the the show Happy. Um, also, you know, we talked about this before. The Last of Us TV series on HBO that's coming out. Uh, that one's actually in the you know what I mean. There's certain like I said, a lot of these are have been mentioned and talked about, but a lot of them will not actually happen. You know, like this entire list is like. I see we're 30, getting a, a 40, Super Mario movie. Thirty or forty of these, uh, probably like. Probably in the twenty twenty will happen. Uh, did you did you rem- do you remember that old Mario Brothers movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's all I can think of when I see the the that they're gonna make a Super Mario movie. Uh, just they'll they'll make sure not to do it live action. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Um, all right, uh, let's move on to the next topic. Here we've got uh, this one's an interesting one because. Yeah. Uh, NBA 2K21. Uh, first of all, they're going to have a, a Kobe Bryant cover, uh, not for the main one, but there's a Mamba Forever version. It's coming to you know the current consoles, you know Xbox One and PS4, but it's also coming to the next gen consoles. Now, the the big deal that people are are up in arms about is that the PS5 version and the Xbox Series X version are going to be $10 more expensive. So $69.99. Now, I know we're used to, you know, digital collector's editions and blah, blah, blah. This, But 
with those, you always have the option to buy the fifty nine ninety nine version. Um, now, you know, now, now to be just just to check in here, this isn't a remaster or anything. This is they're no, giving no, no, you no, a no. nine year old game for sixty nine dollars. No, 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 no. This is two K twenty one. Two K twenty one. Oh, two K twenty. I have and uh, there's a there's a typo here. In yeah, the email that's my fault. Two K. Yeah, Two K eleven. I was Sorry. like, what? Two K eleven. Two K twenty one. Two K twenty one. The new game. It's it's. But okay. You're paying more for the more current, or the sorry, the next gen consoles, which mm. lends people to think, well, are they going to raise the Why? price for um, future games in general? Like, are all next gen console games going to be sixty nine ninety nine? Uh, you know, I come from an era where it was, you know, back in the day, all games were like fifty dollars was kind of like the standard price. And then it changed to 60. I'm trying to think when that actually happened. Probably that around the the PS3, Xbox 360 era, maybe. I think when it turned I think to you're 60. right. I think it became, I think when the, when the PS3 came out, like 2007, that's pretty much, I think you're right. That's pretty much when it became like the standard 59.95 kind of thing, you mm-hmm. know? At least I remember, uh, I remember, I remember, I very, I very much remember around that era, all my games costing that price, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, from, you know, I remember my Sega Genesis days all the way to the first Xbox. And I think it was PS3, no, 2 at the time. All games were $49.99. Um, and then they made that jump. So is this going to be another jump uh, for it? I did, Look, and it, this isn't like a deluxe edition because usually no. two, the the two the two, NBA the two K series they'll always sell the del- a deluxe version at ten dollars more. You know what I mean? Or most people will t- do the deluxe version for ten bucks more or something. This is just the straight the normal like straight up two K yes. the, the actual game. It's do you think it could be related to COVID nineteen at all? It could the, the pro- I, they could they could just be like trying to recuperate. I don't think so, but. I have a couple issues of this. I mean, one, look, in, okay, I'll start off with a defense. In the defense of a higher price is that, you know, um, one, obviously, you know, inflation. Two, you're mm. still getting the most bang for your buck when it comes to video games versus other entertainment, right? Uh, playing, also you know, buying a game. For example, The Last of Us, I bought for $60. Last of Us Part Two. I'm 20 hours into the game, you know, I'm probably, I still have another like 10 hours to go. That's 30 hours of entertainment for $60, which, you know, compared to a movie or a television series, it's definitely, you know, uh, I mean, the NBA NBA 2K series, the NBA 2K series has got so much replayability because it's a multiplayer game, you know, so it has endless replay. I mean, 2K20 is still an incredibly popular game, which while we're on the topic, super quick. Uh, if you have PlayStation Plus, NBA 2K20 is free this month. Oh, I think starting tomorrow. Um, so I'm definitely picking it up because I was about to buy it for PC, I think. Uh, but I'm glad because it's free now, as well as, well, funny enough, we spoke about Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider, I believe it was the previous, no, I think it came out, was it 2016? The 2016 Tomb Raider? All I know is it's one I don't own, so I'm happy. Oh, okay. But there's a, a real, a, a, so two AAA games free this month uh, on PlayStation Plus. And I'm excited for both of them. Nice. Uh, I thought it would be good to point out. 
Yeah, uh, but then mm. on the flip side of it, one, like I mentioned, like jumping up this price, making it more expensive, is that going to cause all these other next-gen games going to be that price? To do and the then same, two, yeah. the thing is, is when it comes to sports games, people already complain about it being regular price because they're like, oh, this is the same game that we played last time. Obviously, yeah. it's upgrades. It's not and, like and they have microtransactions. They make yeah. a lot of money from microtransactions, which, like I said, you don't have to do. But it's one of those things where people do spend a buttload of money on sport games for my, with microtransactions. And there is a lot of people who don't complain about it, and they they love doing it. You know what I mean? I know uh, Jack. He loves spending money on FIFA, bro. He loves it. He does like he's like it sucks, but he he like you get ba- if you know what you're doing, you get your bang for your buck. You know, I don't really like the system. I wouldn't do it, but so okay. So why? Would the PS5 and Xbox Series X version be ten dollars more than the PS4 version? Are they no not planning on doing? A P- I don't know. Is it like on a different? Is the because the Blu-ray disc costs more? Are they doing like a different? No. Are they so. changing up the, like the disc system? No. Yeah, because you can buy digitally. You can buy digitally. Exactly. So that's that doesn't. You're right. So it's got nothing to do with it. Then I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> genuinely confused. Like uh, I don't, because I don't think it's inflation. It, I mean, it could, it could be, but it's like, then, why would, why would, um, I forget who does, uh, who's the distributor for the for NBA Two K, but, like, I, mean, I know that there are bigger game companies. Like, they would have announced much sooner that they're upping game prices if it was inflation. You know? Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, people who are listening or watching this, let us know what you think about this potential price jump. But uh, one. Do you think it's fair, especially for a sports game? And two, do you think that's going to be the new norm? And, and what do you think about that? Because, yeah, I think there's just so many games right now and they take a lot of time. It's like it's very easy, like myself, to wait, basically waited till PS4 generation ended and then bought it cheap, more cheap. I mean, not as cheap as I wanted it to be, but cheaper than the normal bought you know, all these great games like Last of Us Remastered, uh, Last of Us Part Two, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted, like all those games, minus Last of Us Part Two because it's brand new, but all the rest of them were all super cheap, you know? Like, you know, being able to wait, you know? In video games, I don't know. For I guess for me, like video games, if it's not the biggest, hottest new thing, I can wait, you know? And, oh, and buy a dude. game later. So, it's the honestly that's sometimes the best, absolute best thing to do because there's so many like AAA titles coming out. There are so many good games coming out. Maybe not nowadays, but literally like maybe I mean maybe not this year specifically, but and okay, last year was a, was an okay year, but the previous year was definitely a good year for video games. But there have been times where it's like you just don't have the money or time to play the games. Like I didn't play The Witcher Three the year it came out. I didn't have the time. Or money. I was busy doing other things. I was busy, like I, I think I just moved back to LA. I was trying, I was uh, trying to work and all these things. So I picked up The Witcher Three, like two, two or three whole. No, because The Witcher Three was 2015. I think yes, yeah, so I picked it up like two or three whole years later, at such a cheap price with all the DLC, everything included. Mm-hmm. For like, I think I got every, I think I got everything. I think I got the game for 15 bucks and then all the DLC for an extra five bucks. And it was the best, like, that, that's the best. You know, 20 bucks, you get the, the full game and all the DLC. I mean, yeah, it's three years later, but the game's still a masterpiece. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, uh, there's definitely a lot of um, winning in that, if you will, you know? Yeah. Like, if, yeah. I, if it wasn't for, um, like, if I didn't, if, if we didn't get the, the 
Fallen Order right away, I probably wouldn't have played it until this year. And it, like now it's on sale for half half price. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, hopefully you guys can chime in on that. Uh, Iron Man VR came out today. Uh, mm. Dorian actually did a mini review on the YouTube channel if you guys want to check that out. Based on kind of uh, his playthrough, his review, and others that I saw, I, you know, I think he liked it more than other people did. People, other uh, websites were talking about how, like, there's elements of fun in it, but overall, there was a lot of issues with it. I think one of the main issues was, like, the loading time. Like, you would have to kind of, like, be in the thick of the action, and then, like, you would have to stop, and they would have to load for a while and then it would kind of interrupt the flow also repetitive nature of it uh but there's definitely elements of fun to it just being able to fly around as iron man i mean it's for the psvr which technology wise hardware wise it's not the best it's kind of outdated especially Mm. in terms of comfortability uh it's not and controller wise too it's a little outdated um it's I'm hoping- crazy how outdated the psvr is yeah. if you think about it like look i mean when it launched it wasn't it was never meant to be high tier you know what i mean it was yeah. supposed to be like cost effective they did great bundles with it you don't have a you don't, you, you don't have to have a computer you can use your playstation and honestly like i remember the year it launched i was very impressed with it but literally six months later it became obsolete almost you know what i mean like almost like completely obsolete at least in terms of like well, mind you, once the Oculus Quest came out, it definitely became obsolete, you know? Yeah, I mean, the graphics are still decent. I mean, they're not as good as any PC, like a beefed-up PC uh, game, but they're still more powerful than a Quest. You know, it's a PS4... Uh, Have you tried it, by the way? Uh, not Iron Man VR, but I've tried PSVR games. I played Trover Saves the yeah. Universe. I played Blood and Truth. I played some other stuff in there, and... and, and while I think the games are a lot of fun, I think the hardware itself is once the setup yeah. is is the opposite of Oculus Quest, which is the simplest thing. Like you can teach a child or an older person to, put, to, yeah. to, to put, put it to, on, to hold it, it and go. Where the PSVR is the opposite. It's like all this kind of stuff. You get with a webcam and a this and that or whatever. Um, and I it's am also interested not as to comfortable. see what like, I'm curious just to see what, well, I mean, personally, I'll have to argue with you there. Mm-hmm. I think it's way more comfortable than anything else I've ever worn or used before. I mean, the cables, no, obviously, but the actual headset, how it, I don't have a screen attached to my face. It's just hovering there. I, I like that. I prefer the design. I'm kind of upset that they um, patented that design because it's a great design. Like the whole thing, you're basically wearing a crown and then the screen just rests there. I wish other people could use the same thing, but they can't because it's patented. Um, I'm curious as to see what PSVR 2 will look like, or they're not going to release if a PSVR 2. Yeah, they're not, I, I don't think that they will because the, the actual headset itself, the, the, the hardware to the headset is, not, is actually pretty good. It's the issue of the hardware for the PlayStation 4. So I, as far as I know, I know that they were planning on integrating the PSVR hardware they were planning on integrating it into the PS5 and making it a lot easier so you don't have that whole big clunky extra box. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can just plug it in and go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see where that goes. But at the end of the day, for me, a P, if you're playing a PSVR game, I think the most important thing is, is it fun? Because, look, it's you're running it on a PlayStation. It's not going to be the most beautiful looking thing. All that matters is, are you having fun? I think, And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think... Uh, I, 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 uh, I think I think that's that's what happened to Dorian. He had fun with it, man. The reason yeah. why Dorian speaks highly of it is because he had fun. 
Yeah, it's also shorter, so it's not like um, mm. super long. Where like obviously it's a, a more repetitive game, so I think anything longer would actually be a detriment to it. So you know, uh, but yeah, it, that's out now. I don't know if it's worth buying a, a PSVR for, but I think if you have What's one, it's probably worth checking out. Uh, I can't remember. I think it might be. Let me check the price on that. But if it's anything more than forty bucks and it's short, then that's kind of like a ripoff. Uh, like yeah, if it's but a short game. Licensing. Oh yeah. Uh, forty. Yeah, it's forty. Yeah, I I can live with that. I can live yeah. with forty. You know. Yeah. And I'm sure bad. that there's some. There, there's got to be some kind of replayability in terms of if you're flying around. All I would do is I would just put on some uh, some some sweet sweet music. And I'll just fly around for two hours and do nothing and just pretend I'm Tony Stark, you know? Um, all right. Next up, just the Last of Us Part 2 playthrough update. I'm almost finished with the game. I'm definitely going to finish it probably not today, but probably tomorrow. Definitely by Sunday for sure. And then I got to get into Ghost of Tsushima. Like I said, we'll have reviews and live streams of that. Um yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, there's definitely some plot twists, and I see there's things that I know why people are upset, but at the same time, like, just reading what those things are online is not the same as playing it. Playing it, yeah. it gives you an idea of why they chose to go go those routes. Um, so, like I said, I'm 20 hours into it. I'm at the end of Chapter 7. I think there's 11 chapters total. So I think I have a good like eight ten hours left. Are you haven't started playing it yet? Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't picked it up yet. I'm going to be picking it up pretty soon, though. Well, I'm like right now. I'm actually kind of torn because I really want Ghost of Tsushima, and I know that that's the kind of game that I would enjoy more. Like, mm-hmm. per, like I know for a fact that I will enjoy that game more. I love because the Last it's a, of Us because of the setting, or because it's a sandbox gameplay. Game? Purely because of the gameplay, like because the actual combat. Oh, combat. Doesn't even honestly, the game could have been linear. They could have put that okay. they could have put me on a tunnel going straight and nothing else, and I'd still play that game. I okay. the it's it's purely because of the combat. Like I play The Last of Us because the story is amazing. The gameplay is also is is fantastic, don't get me wrong, but it's like it's not like you would I wouldn't usually go for that type of game personally. But I play it because I love the story. Love, love, love the story. And I love how like sus, I love the suspense of it, you know what I mean? Um but yeah, no, like, so I'm kind of torn right now. I, th- I think, I don't know. If you guys get it's any, very, you guys get any review codes? Uh, we got limited amount, so. Uh, uh, no, I, I had a feeling, yeah. But, uh, but, but yes, in terms I, of... I don't know. Honestly, I'll see what you, I'll see what you say. Because you're going to, you're going to play Ghost of Tsushima at some yes. point. So once yes. you, like, I'm going to ask you. Monday at the latest. Yeah, I'm going to ask you your opinion on it. Because then I'm going to probably end up spending my money either on the last of us two which yes i'll get around to eventually but currently i just know that i'll have more fun playing ghost of tsushima also i'm about to start control which i'm super excited for oh yeah because cool. i get to play it with Ray. It's, it's not we, that long. i get to play with Ray, Ray tracing like oh. 12 12 13 hours mm. it's not very long I mean, I, games I, aren't, aren't super long yeah, it was cheap because, like I said, I was on the South, I'm on the South African Epic Game Launcher and full pri- full price. The game is twenty twenty six dollars full price. Yeah, that's its full price. Like not on sale. Like that's what it's listed at at its full price, twenty six dollars. So it would it's stupid for me not to buy it. <laughs> game of my um, year, uh, game of the year for me last year. Control. Mm. Um, as far as Last of Us Part Two, one 
kind of criticism I have of it is that it's actually, and we'll talk about this, we're going to have a spoilers review of me and Dorian next week, is that it's actually too story heavy. It's very, like, there's a... Mm. There's more of a balance in the first game where it was like, okay, you have Do you think it's because of the pressure? I don't know. Do you think it's because of the pressure they were under? No, I think it's honestly because they wanted to tell a story and they felt like the only way they could do it is to to pack more. So like the cutscenes are a lot longer than in in the first game. Um, And they happen more often. Like there's like stretches of time where I'm like, all right, I'm going to put my controller down and watch this whole like so so seeing as you're pretty much kind of close towards the end i'm going to ask you a question in a spoiler free kind of way by the way i don't mind we can talk about we can do a spoiler review together even though i haven't played the game because unfortunately the game has pretty much entirely been spoiled to me because uh-huh. i i needed to see what the out i needed to see what the outrage was about you know what i mean okay. and i think it's it's whatever I, I think the outrage is whatever personally mind you i haven't experienced it so i haven't yeah. i've seen a lot of people who raged quit at that moment so ign- we're not going to talk about the thing that happens because that would be a spoiler but at, at i don't even want to say that actually i can kind of say this there's a certain point in time in the game where you dennis start playing as a new character mm-hmm. how do you feel about that how do you feel about playing as that um, character? I think it is interesting choice. And I, as I'm going along, because I'm still only, you know, especially with that part, not fully done with that, um, is that I, I know why they made that choice. Now, whether or not it's successful or not, I can't tell until the ending. But I, I, I know why they made that choice. So... Yeah. I see where when you, do, I, when you do get to the end, I, I want to know what your opinion on yeah, the yeah. actual story ending is because I know about the I've, I've, I know about the ending as well. Once again, unfortunately, everything was spoiled for me, but it's my own fault. I was doing the research. I'm very curious as to because from what I could tell, the ending it really varies depending on the person on how they're affected by the choices made by the mm-hmm. main character at the end on how to. Um, not uh resolve the ending you know what i mean okay. and some people love it some people hate it you know what i mean yeah, yeah so some people see, once you finish it i'd love to see your take some people are mm-hmm. review bombing it you know so i will yeah you know i will finish the game by the end of this weekend and i will yeah i'm going to shoot that spoiler review uh with dorian um next thing smaller Ho- thing hold is- up real real quick before we get into this because which by the way i'm very excited for the news uh-huh. we're about to talk about afterwards because huge fan of the series. But before that, two small things that I didn't uh, add to the email because it wasn't really worth it. Okay. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is removing wall running as a function yeah, from its that. game. Uh, that's, I'm assuming it's because of level design issues. They say it's because it, it affects the gameplay, but I would imagine that the, the, the beta testers or just the testers in general are like wall running to places where they shouldn't be. And it's just probably better for them to remove it entirely. And the game is going to be censored heavily in Japan, they said. It, oh. Not heavily, but pretty much it's all cosmetic changes. They have to make a lot of cosmetic changes for the censorship in Japan. I just thought that would be worth bringing up real quick before we get into oh, the next news. The, if that's the case, then Last of Us uh, Part 2 is definitely censored in Japan because that game... Oh, yeah. It, it crosses... It's it's a hard r it's not uh you know like oh, some I've games seen, are light i've r. seen the sex scene it, Dennis. It's, 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 it's a hard sex scene sexy and the violence yeah. the violence is is brutal violence uh more so than a lot of movies or television shows you've seen so uh definitely right. not for kids i wouldn't even even this next piece kids. of news 
Yeah, this next piece of news is fantastic news for me. It's also like a no-brainer kind of. Is that they? Um, wait, who was it that? It was, who was it that renewed the license? Microsoft. Microsoft, Microsoft renewed yeah. their. Uh, yeah, they renewed their uh, the trademark for Fable, um, but the way they re- the way that they uh, they um, renewed their 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 trademark, it, it, it implies that they're definitely going to be making another game, and um, the. I believe the studio surrounding it, they said that their next game is definitely being built for Xbox, which, I mean, if anybody, if you're a fan of the Fable series, you know that when Fable moved to console, it was only on Xbox anyway. So that makes yeah. sense to me still. Like, it's it's just always been that way. It'll probably it'll probably be PC, Xbox only. It's been that way. I don't think it's going to change at any point in time. I have been desperately waiting for... A, a fourth game there was a, a fourth game but we don't talk about the fourth game it's not fable 4 it's like a, it's whole own co-op kind of thing um i don't remember it being successful i, I remember the trailer people loved the trailers and the announcement about it but then it just fell off the face of the earth um so i would love 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 a fable 4 they did remake they did it's not a remake not really. I guess remastered. They remastered the first Fable, which I was recently playing on on Steam because it's one of my favorite games. But it's more like a HD texture update of the game. I would, if I would, I would still love to see the first game made from the ground, like remade from the ground up, and they expand on some of the story ideas and expand on some of the game mechanics, which they definitely can do. Um, uh, other than that, though, it's one of those things where Fable one, two, and three, there was like a progression if you will, in terms of the era, you know, mm-hmm. Fable 1 was magic and, and like you're using swords and shields and magic. And then Fable 2 was like, hey, now you can also, you like it was like the Steam era, not the Steam era. It was like, we're like, they were moving up, you know, there was progression. Mm-hmm. By the time you were in Fable 3, you're using guns and stuff, you know what I mean? You're still using magic because it's Fable, but like there was a progression, you know what I mean? And well, yeah, Fable 3, you're straight up in like the, the bronze era you're straight up in the mm-hmm. bronze era or the steam era sorry so i'm curious if are they going to stick with that are they going to keep pushing forward cuz like what comes after the bronze era um that's not a hypothet- that's not a hypothetical genuinely i don't know what what comes after the bronze era i guess the industrial revolution or like is i mean the steam the, sorry the steam era i think the steam era was the industrial revolution wasn't it uh let me check so yeah i don't know where they would go with it but i the more modern they go, the less I like the games. So I kind of hope that they go like go way back into the, uh, the history the of uh, Iron, Iron Age, I guess. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I really like. Age. I hope that they. I hope that they. Do you know what came after the Steam Age? Or like, I guess the, the I guess the I, I guess the Iron Age is kind of like the Steam Age. Yeah. Let's see. Because at that point, like you're already like by Fable Three, you're already dealing with like monarchies and being like and like politics and things like that and it was it was a nice game but i wouldn't want to see them get any further in the like any more futuristic if you will because it's set in the world or the land of albion uh is it albion i could be wrong and they they have a god called avo <laughs> the, uh, the avo god um yeah, yeah i hope is, i really uh, hope that albion is the fictional nation i played the first yeah. game but i never played the the second or third the game. first one was the first one was the best by far the first one was amazing uh the second one was also pretty good but th- the third one for me it's the first one the third one and the second one in that order of how good they are um but i i hope that they go back to the era of the first game that's what i want or even like a prequel to the first game like the further back in time they go the better because 
like as fun as it was being able to use like um weapons and stuff uh it's just i just i don't know if that world just comes more to life in this like fantasy realm of like you know uh knights and wizards and rather than you know kings and queens with knives and with like uh shotguns and stuff you know yeah um all right uh i think there was another piece of news that you had brought up about yeah it's a, a announcement they're we're gonna know a lot more about this game in the future uh the beta just started real quick i, I tend to talk about things before saying what that is so ubisoft is doing their own battle royale it's called hyperscape it actually genuinely usually i would be pretty uh cynical and skeptical because of everyone's trying to make a battle royale game you know what i mean and it's been that way for years so i'd be i would usually be cynical and skeptical but because they they because they gave us gameplay and i'm it looks fun it looks really fun and a lot of people who played the game says that the most fun they had playing the game was actually in the movement the the movement of the game is the most fun part this like fast-paced movement you get a double jump you get like there are jump pads in the game that can take you up launch you up higher it has this kind of sci-fi futuristic setting it's set in this um, less, like urban. This, this, it's 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 got a very urban setting with like like skyscrapers everywhere, tall buildings. There's no big open fields for you to get sniped in. You know what I mean? It's all about getting on top of buildings and having the height advantage. It looks like a lot of fun. Now, what's worth talking about, Dennis, is like I think this game will be successful when it comes out. What will it stay successful? Because obviously, like any battle royale game coming out, they everyone's pushing for games as a service. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I can already tell you right now. I mean, this is a bit beyond the topic, but I can tell you right now that the hype around Warzone is going to die out because people are sick and tired of eighty gig updates and like like and and needing like a hundred gigs free and like having to constantly delete stuff. Because the, the fact that Warzone hasn't got its own separate launcher, its own separate client, is so frustrating. The fact that like w- you're getting a Warzone update. You're also getting a Modern Warfare update. It's it kills me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I haven't played Warzone since the last update because I'm not gonna download another 80 gigs just for an update. You know, just for like to. It's no, it's not worth it. So, yeah, it's it's interesting because it has. Look, this game when it comes out, it's right now. I believe people are streaming it on Twitch. Which actually, while I'm talking about this, there are Twitch drops in. Twitch drops are enabled, so there are a list of streamers who are streaming the game right now on twitch and you can watch them on twitch and if you uh if you type if you like when you're looking at streams make sure you type in twitch drops and you could actually get a copy of the game to be able to beta test it as well uh only in uh, certain regions i'm not in one of those regions so i can't otherwise i'd be trying right now to play the game uh but it does look like fun i wish i could have a hands-on experience with it um the reason why i think it could do well is because there were at, at a certain point, the battle royale genre was oversaturated. But now, m- most of like the other other battle royale games that came out died. Like like Realm Royale is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darwin Project is Darwin Project's actually doing pretty good since it came to console. But um, there was Radical Heights that was like a briefly lived thing. That's dead. Ring of Elysium is doing kind of okay on Steam, but they had to change it. Like Horizon Source was like this game that I enjoyed until I found out that I was only playing against bots, which is why I felt like a god in the game. <laughs> but <laughs> but there is so many battle rails that have died out where it's like now we've got a, another big contender coming to the game. And they say that it can run very well on medium range PCs. Like they're not making it like an unplayable game. 
which is cool. It's going to be games as a service. I think it stands a fair chance, but it's just going to oversaturate the market more, you know? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, look, Fortnite is the king. Um, but then, mm. you know, Apex for a while was in the second spot. PUBG was in the second spot before Apex. Now Warzone, I think, is in the second spot of, of most played Battle Royale games. Now you have Valorant that recently came out yeah. that a lot of people are well, enjoying. Valorant not, is not a, not a Battle Royale, though, but getting a lot of popularity. Yeah, but it's, it's, Valorant, it's got... Valorant is literally just CSGO, essentially, yeah. but yeah. with powers. Yeah, um, but you're, you're getting people more and more into, you know, these type of free-to-play games, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, fps or or third person shooters and you know being being where it's about microtransactions and buying season passes and whatnot and so it's just hard to stand out in that field Mm. um whether it's battle royale or not just this kind of free to play i mean i'm looking at this gameplay again now and the one thing that does make this game stand out is how fast paced the movement is you know and how fast you move around the game itself i haven't seen a battle royale be this fluid in terms of movement like at all i mean apex is pretty damn fluid because they've got the mechanics from titanfall 2 you know like yeah. the movement mechanics except for the wall running but um like so apex was like the only other game in ter- the apex i love the movement in apex i love running around in apex and sliding around places and things like that but uh this just looks like fun moving around the, I see the fact that the, there's a double jump is handy because it's all about getting heights in these skyscrapers. I don't know if you t- can take full damage in the game, but the fact that you have a double jump means you can jump out of a building and right before landing, you can use your second jump to like negate the full damage. You know? Um, yeah, I'm looking at the graphics it right looks, now. It it definitely looks better than Valorant. Uh, I know Valorant purposely yeah. toned down the graphics to get smooth. It's not. This isn't like super you know high-end graphics obviously they still want to maintain yeah. the fluidity of it uh but definitely has a little more Val- to it valorant can run yeah valorant can run on like a low a low to mid-range pc easily this they say it's only like mid to high range you know mm-hmm. but it but like most people if you're a pc gamer you most likely have a mid-range pc you know what i mean um if you're like taking it seriously at least that is uh one thing people were talking about is this ecosystem um, which is where when you die, you can like move around, but you can still right instead of just being like uh, looking through the eyes of one of your teammates, you can actually fly yeah. around like a ghost, and you can like actually a spectator like, mode kind of thing, yeah. But you can help out. You can tell your teammates, "Hey, they're over here." And, hey, well, that's you know. that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. So it's it's a different take on on death in in. Uh, in these type of games. Um, all right. Uh, you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, wrap up. Yeah. I mean, I guess we have to talk about it. Cause I feel like people will say, how could you guys miss this huge chunk of news? Which is, mm-hmm. um, I guess some context in the past two weeks there, are, I think two or even longer, two or three weeks. There's been a lot of, um, a lot of people, a lot of allegations coming out in the the Twitch community and the uh, and just like the the gaming industry. Well, not the gaming industry, but the gaming players and like the people who are content creators in the gaming scene and esport players and uh, things like that. A lot of sexual assault allegations and things like that. A lot of people being canceled and banned, rightfully so, because mm-hmm. like most of these people, like proof came, like undeniable proof comes out. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. so and it's it's just this movement that got really really big and. Uh, 
for the most part, I can tell that everyone that like lost their channels and livelihoods deserved it. Um, like, I don't like that might be going a bit far, but it's from all the research I've done, I, I would have to say it's a good statement, but recently, um, like it's, I don't want to press it. I don't want to like say that by saying this because it could be completely unrelated. But because of it happening right now, people are leaning towards that thing, which is Doctor Disrespect, who is one of my favorite streamers. Genuinely, mm -hmm. I love the guy. He's very entertaining to watch. I like the character he puts on. He got banned from. He got perma banned from Twitch, like completely perma banned. And then some of the weirdest things started happening that Twitch has never done before. If you get perma banned on Twitch, if you're the subscriptions, they usually let the subscriptions run their course. You know, like you won't be able to subscribe the next month, but they'll let the subscriptions finish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But people were getting their subscriptions refunded. They were getting emails saying your subscription to this channel has been refunded. They were they've been taking away emotes. Uh, there's even like like I think it's not not Giphy, but someone's actually like literally even they're even taking down like Dr. Disrespect GIFs like oh, like wow. the big, on the big GIF sites. I know they're so whether this is based around like no one wants to talk about this because it's, it can be defamation of character which is why i'm not going to say what i think it is because i don't for i don't know what it is like I, I don't know at all what it is there's a lot of rumors going around i mean it's there's even a clip going around which is where in his last stream dr disrespect he actually checks his phone and is like everyone says you can see is visibly startled startled he doesn't look startled to me but he like but there's definitely like a pause where he pauses He's like kind of like an oh shit moment, puts his phone back in his pocket, he checks it again, and then he literally like in the last few seconds of his stream, he's like, we're going to get through this, don't worry, Champions Club, that's what he calls his like uh, followers, by the way, Champions Club, like we'll get through this, and then he just like says fuck and ends his stream right there, like he's pissed off, and then that's the last, and then he got banned, permabanned, perma half of, uh, not half, a, couple, a lot of it, some of his sponsors dropped him, and then did the opposite of that and actually put him back up again. Like, uh, like people, like I think it's because the sponsors could have been worried. I don't know if they knew what was going on, but they dropped him. They dropped him as like a, as a spot. They the, some of the sponsors dropped him, and then they brought him back. But but other sponsors have completely dropped him, like completely whatsoever. Um, and then people who people who say that they know the reasoning behind why he got banned, they say that they don't feel comfortable talking about it because obviously, once again, if they're if they're wrong, they can be sued for defamation of character and things like that. And or or it's just a touchy subject that they don't want to talk about. There are a lot of theories around this. It could, it could very much be a legal thing. There are so many obscure theories around it. Obviously, the one that I don't want to, I don't want to talk about, which is the timing. Timing is unfortunate in this case because for the past couple of weeks, a lot of people on Twitch have been getting banned and like, um, have been getting banned for sexual assault or even worse. You know what I mean? Uh, some people in the uh, the Smash scene have been caught dating underage people. Um, like two two Smash players, uh, the one younger guy came out and they were like, we were dating when I was 15 and he was like 22 or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, in a lot of cases, so it's just an unfortunate timing thing. So we're not going to talk about that because that's the only correlation here is timing. For In terms of sexual assault allegations, the only th reason why that could be true is because of timing. That's the only, and that's not even like a proof to talk about. It could be a numerous other things. With a mixer having shut down, um, People were there was a, a popular rumor going around that doctors, uh, Doctor Disrespect, uh, Ninja, and uh, Shroud were going to make their own uh, start their own streaming service, and this is based around the fact that a couple weeks ago, um, a Twitter account showed up called Brine, uh, mm -hmm. which is like a they they said they're like a new up and coming streaming thing, and the only streamers they were following on Twitter was Ninja, Doctor Disrespect, and Shroud. 
Now, mm. as cool of a theory as I think that is, I think that's just pure coincidence. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think that they were planning to do I don't think that they were planning to especially not recently like I don't think they were planning to make their own streaming service considering Dr. considering Dr. Disrespect had just like literally just recently signed like a multi-million dollar deal to to stream exclusively on Twitch mm-hmm. another popular uh, uh theory is that because Mixer is shutting down people think that Twitch feels like they just wasted a multi wasted millions of dollars on dr disrespect because he's got nowhere else to go like it's not like he can leave to go to mixer like everybody else did so everyone's thinking Mm -hmm. shit twitch is just trying to get their money back or like they're trying to like not have to pay him his money or something that is a possibility as well the one thing that i know for a fact is that it is a huge legal a a lot of legal things are involved in this you know what i mean i don't Mm -hmm. think we're going to know for a very very long time i think i think we might not ever find out if dr disrespect never comes back to streaming then we're never going to find out what happened because Twitch hasn't said anything. They were supposed to release a statement, but they never did. Um, there are so many crazy theories going around. Some people were like, oh, well, he, there was like the cheating scandal. Um, th- another popular theory is because there was, he did cheat on his wife, which I, th- mm-hmm. I believe him and his wife are cool now. He cheated on his wife at, I think it was TwitchCon last year mm-hmm. with another streamer who is unnamed. And then they said that Twitch ended, ended up settling the... Some people are saying that, like him hooking up with this girl, it could have been unconsensual or something, or and then Twitch paid or Twitch paid the girl to not make a case. What? Um, the, once again, these are all theories. These are all like based. I don't have like. The, I'm just trying to think of why Twitch theories. would involve themselves in something like that. Because of the because they make so much money off of uh, Doctor um, Doctor Disrespect off of like subscriptions and donations. Uh, so it's one of those things where people so someone so someone someone said once again this is all like these are just theories someone said that the girl wasn't happy with the amount of money she was given and she was taking legal action which is then what had to make them sever their ties or whatever but um the 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 most i'd say like ominous thing about this is that someone who definitely knows what the reason is he came out and said that it's like it's it's much bigger than just Twitch. Like it's his whole career is on the line for whatever happened. It's his whole career that's come on the line. You know what I mean? Uh, like this is like uh, like I think so, like a former Twitch employee. Uh, she came out herself. Uh, I think she may, may have deleted the tweet by now if I could be mistaken. But she came out herself and said that I know what it is. And this isn't just him his him being done on Twitch. This is him being his whole career being over, being done for what could what could for the reason that could be happening. I think like. Because, but his wife put out a statement on on Instagram saying that I like thank you so much for the support Champions Club we appreciate it and like I'm all there like uh, so she's obviously supporting him so I don't think it's sexual assault because who would support their spouse mm-hmm. if there's like proof that your spouse has sexually assaulted people so I don't think it's that um, I it could honestly like what I this is what I think it is and I could be very wrong. If if it if it was going to be anything, I think it would be something like fraud or you know like it's got to have something to do with money. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Mind you, again, there's also like Doctor Disrespect. Um, recently, people were like, there was a whole meme that started around it where Doctor Disrespect started like I don't know if he actually believed it or not, but he was like very much on the whole five G towers are giving us COVID nineteen oh, bandwagon. I yeah, and he char- bought himself. I hope, I hope that is character. I hope it's his character, yeah, and not him. And he actually bought these rocks that are like supposed to like, like anti like. Um, it's got to be. So, it's got to uh, be yeah. for 
You've got to be first. Could be. Yeah. It has to be his character. Yeah. But so, like, I, I feel like we had to bring that up because people will be there. Like, how could you miss those huge news that happened this week? Which is, it is huge, but it's there is such little. There's such little bad English, but there's so little that we know that we don't like. We don't know what's truly happening here. That's the that's the real the real situation is we don't know what what's happened here. We don't know what's happened to Doctor Disrespect. We just know it's big. Like whatever it is, it's big. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's the only thing I felt like we should bring up before. Um, All right. Uh, I think this. Yeah, wrapping up. Uh, obviously, I, like I said, I'm playing Last of Us Part Two. Going to be finished in the next day or two. Then I'm moving to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, what about you? What have you been playing? Um, oh, Dennis, I'm four years late to the game, but I actually like. Um, I want to stream the game on the channel. Uh, Shadow Warrior Two, which. I love the first Shadow Warrior. Not mm-hmm. the original back before the, like, I think it was from the 90s or 80s. It was an arcade game. But they turned it into, like, a first-person, like, melee shooter. Like, your main weapon is a katana. You mm-hmm. basically play this, like, caricature of this badass, like, Chinese-American action star. Mm-hmm. Except, well, he's got that, like, personality, but he's not. He's like, an, he's like a mercenary. And, dude, I love this guy. His name is Wang. And, like, the dude, he, he says the cheesiest, like, they're, they're known for bad jokes, but you love the bad jokes. Like, the comedy like, is like, so, like... Duke it's, Nukem? It's like, it's, like, it's, like, one step above Duke Nukem. You know what okay. I mean? It's, like, just maybe slightly more highbrow than, than Duke Nukem. But I love the comedy, and I'd love to do... I'd love to stream... Uh, which, speaking of, they actually just teased... They teased the teaser trailer on Instagram, because it's been four years, so they're making the third game now. And they literally posted an Instagram teaser trailer in the process of being made. <laughs> oh, the um, Devolver game, just like uh, yeah, I love Devolver. Pedro. Devolver is an amazing studio. I and they have great soundtracks as well. I love listening to their music. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm excited about that to see the teaser trailer, which I think they're going to be showing it soon, like next week. Uh, but I've been playing the crap out of that game, Dennis. It is such a fun game. Uh, I I. I can't believe I'm four years late to this. It's got so many weapons. It's super fast paced, and it's just it's just fun. And it's it's co op. The second one is multiplayer. I didn't even know that. Like I wish I jumped on this much sooner. So I've been it's loving. It's currently nine ninety nine on Steam, at least here in America. Yeah, no, it's dude. It, yeah, well, that's actually why I picked it up because it was nine ninety nine. The first one is also nine ninety nine, and it's like, it's just I love the world that it's set in because it's kind of set in this world where it's like. It's the current era. It's like mm-hmm. 2020, if you will. But like, do you know, like, um, like kung fu movies from the 90s? Yeah. Like in general, like, like the setting of like Little China. It's like imagine if that was in 2020. Like, like the dude lives in this area that's kind of like this. It's like very like kung fu. Like, like you see all these like relics and statues, but then you'll also see like a laundromat. You know what I mean? Or like. It's these weird things, man. I, I absolutely love the game. It's definitely it's out there. I'm going to start Control soon. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of um, mainly Shadow Warrior 2 just because it's addictive. A lot of Valorant because I'm taking Valorant. I'm taking Valorant very seriously. I want to mm-hmm. I'm, I'm playing ranked and I'm getting like I'm, I'm actually genuinely I'm putting I'm forcing myself to play the game because I want to get good at it. And I want to take it seriously competitively because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving the game, playing a lot of Valorant, playing Fortnite because there's it's fun you know i like for for me for for me fortnite became a very casual game like since a year ago it's big like i play it because for me it's like a casual action game you know what i mean 
Um, I've been I've been enjoying that. They which while we're at it, they just announced that for the fourth of July they are bringing Captain America to the game, so you can buy Captain America in the store and play as him for the fourth of July. Um, yeah, is there anything I missed? Fortnite. Um, oh yeah, I've been playing Apex. I was uh, I was gonna join Dorian in streaming some Apex, um, but it's difficult with the time zones. Yeah. Um. Mm. Oh, Borderlands Three. Also, I've also been playing Borderlands Three because uh, it was on sale on um, on the Epic Games Store. Which, by the way, one of my favorite games. They actually, this is like not too newsworthy to talk about, but the because uh, Epic Games does free games, right? And the next free game was going to yeah. be Conan Exiles, but then mm-hmm. they pulled. They like they pulled it. They said because I think they weren't ready for the launch, so they delayed the launch of the game. Or there was some sort of delay, so they removed it as a free game, and they've replaced it with Killing Floor Two, which is a great game. Honestly, mm-hmm. if you have a PC and you have the Epic Games launcher, which it's free, why don't you have it? Get the um, get Killing Floor Two when it becomes free. I think it's on like the 14th or something. It becomes free, so it's mm-hmm. still like a while to go. But man, it's gonna it's it's a good game. Highly recommend. Yeah, it. I see that uh, Killing Floor Two coming soon, uh, July uh, July 9th to the 16th. Lifeless, oh, even sooner yeah. than I thought. Yeah. Lifeless Planet yeah. Uh, yeah. on July 9th to July 16th. Right mm. now, the free game is Hue. H-U-E. Which is a nice little indie game. It's a very small game. Very very small game, but it's a nice indie game. It tells like a nice little story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I finished uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Rehydrated. Loved it. Hated the voice acting. Loved the game. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was a good buy. I'm very, I was very happy with that as a buy. Um yeah, no. I guess yeah, for the most part, Valorant and Shadow Warrior too. Nice. All right. Uh, I guess that's it for us here on this week's uh, Collider Games podcast. Let us know what you think about all the topics. Uh, Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at josh.toki. And you guys can find me on Twitch at josh underscore toki. Haven't streamed in a very long time, but you guys starting probably around this time next week i should hopefully be streaming full-time cool and you guys can find me on twitter at think hero instagram dennis.tzng subscribe to this youtube channel youtube.com slash collider games also subscribe to the collider podcast feed this collider factory feed for this show every single week also on the youtube channel we have reviews we just put up the iron man vr we'll have the last of us part two spoilers review next week also we'll have live streams of ghost of shima once we're able to do that and a bunch of other stuff. So until next time, see you guys later. See you later. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa full synthetic motor oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. 
It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.